0: We have had to listen to you as you claim to educate all of us Now it's time for you to sit there, shut your mouth while I educate you You claim to to be what I am You claim to be me You claim to know what I'm feeling The more I hear you talk, the more I realize that you don't know a damn thing about me You became World Heavyweight Champion within the first two years of you coming to WWE and I watched that. No, not as a bystander. No, no. I watched it. I observed it. I watched it. I understood it. Here's the thing. I'll cut to all the chase. I'll cut through everything, man. You don't know me, Daniel. You've not been through what I've been through. 11 years and I've not had a singles match for the WWE Championship. And that's okay because it's all led to this moment. It's all led to this, Daniel. I see it in your eyes, man. I can see it by the way that you you tremble when I'm in the ring with you. I can see it by the mind games that you're trying to play. You know that I am ready. The one thing that we have in common, the one common thread to this story is that you know what all of this feels like. You know what all this feels like, man. And you're scared as hell. And you should be because you know what comes next. What comes next? Is it WrestleMania? I beat you. And I become the WWE Champion!
1: Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of Just What the Internet Needed More Of. That's right, it's a wrestling podcast. It's another wrestling podcast. It is called Top Marks. It's another wrestling podcast called Top Marks. My name is Justin Morissette, and with me once again, as always, is the janitor himself. He's cleaning up the messes of the masses, Josh Custodio.
2: You tell him one thing, you tell him about TakeOver. You tell him two things, you tell him about WrestleMania. But for those who are really tuned in and you tell him that third thing, they are here they are joining us for whiskey mania
1: it's true it's true it's damn true and we are here to make our picks that's exactly right JMO. it's pixie mania
2: (laughs) the the sister episode to whiskey mania because of course
1: uh people can tune in on the top marks instagram this weekend yes
2: at top marks ig
1: yeah and you can see us uh downing just too many shots of whiskey. For those of
2: you not familiar with the Whiskey Mania format, uh, this episode will be dedicated to. And if this is your first episode of Top Marks, skip this one. It's not. This is not a typical <laughs> episode of Top Marks. This is just an episode where Justin and I will be giving our picks for WrestleMania this weekend, as long as well as our guest, Marlon the Man's. Uh, picks as well
1: now marlon is still in transit right now correct he's in the air up there somewhere (laughs) wow uh and we are just going to relay his picks on his behalf because he did uh telegram them (laughs) that's right uh, earlier today carrier pigeon Yes. yes yes
2: uh and the rules of whiskey mania at the start of each uh match justin justin marlon and i will take a shot of jameson predict the match if we are incorrect we must take an additional shot of Jameson. Up to a maximum, I think, around 20 shots. We might be a disaster. Should
1: we explain the origins of Whiskey Mania? Please, Jamie. Uh It started last year uh, because I was expecting just, you know, hellfire and brimstone, all kinds of wildness over the course of Mania weekend. I got off work on the Friday night last year, I want yeah. to say. It might have been Saturday, but sure. I think it was Friday. And I came straight here from work after being at the liquor store across the way <laughs> where I bought the, like, largest bottle of whiskey you're allowed to buy that's not, like, a <laughs> Texas Mickey. Uh, and then also picked up, uh, you know, some Caesars and yep. I believe, like, a maybe a 12-pack of beers as well. Some hay y'alls, day, right? Kind of. Uh, those were the, another day. Oh, okay, Cut yes. <laughs> there was definitely some raspberry Granville Islands, Oof. I believe, kicking around somewhere. Regardless, I brought a ton of booze. Yes. And over the course of watching Takeover on the Saturday and, you know, having the time that we had uh, we didn't touch the, the whiskey at right, all. Right. which means in the middle of watching WrestleMania last year, I looked up at the top of the shelf next to your television and saw my own gigantic <laughs> bottle of whiskey that had not been opened and proposed to you that for the rest of the show, you and I should take a shot. Per match. And
2: what a great decision and idea this was. Absolutely. The people loved it. Then it created an episode that has sort of lived in uh, Top Mark's infamy, if you like, where mm-hmm. uh, JMO and I are uh, less than sober, shouting about WrestleMania. Got a good response. Yeah. So we're doing it again this yeah, year. Yeah, if
1: anyone ever wants to like dig into my catalog of content that I've put out into the world... Uh, and find something that could potentially get me fired. (laughs) It's Whiskey Mania. I'd say Whiskey Mania (laughs) is probably the place to find that. And I would say
2: Whiskey Mania 2 is a great shot of repeating. (laughs) It's got a chance at the double. But
1: speaking of shots, Josh. Yes. uh, What is our first match of the night where we will be taking our first shot?
2: It is a fatal four-way tag team match. Did we
1: introduce the concept of the penalty shot? I don't know, but say it just in case Uh, we did. We're making predictions here, folks. The whole reason that this episode exists is that you can hold us... ...to our word. We are making our choices right in the here and now in terms of how we think these matches are going to go. And if we're wrong, then not only did you have to take a shot at the beginning of the match, you have to take another shot at the end.
2: And you know what, Jama We're not like these other podcasts. You and I over here, the hashtag good friends are giving you the goods. These other podcasts, it's all a work. They're not going to commit it to audio what the picks are. Not us. We're not cowards. You're going to hear our picks. Watch us on the Instagram taking the shots as we promised. know cowards. Promise there's not
1: here. one, not two, but three episodes over Mania Week. One of them will arrive on Sunday night after the show of shows
2: itself. <laughs> if we survive. It's the
1: show of show of shows.
2: <laughs> yeah. Whiskey Mania. The great granddaddy granddaddy of them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how... <laughs> Titles work. Absolutely. Uh, so this is not the correct match order, I suspect, but it is how it's listed on Wikipedia, which is what I'm going to use. Okay.
1: So we know that there are three matches that have already been announced for the pre-show. Yes. And we're not going to count them because we're not going to be making uh, taking shots on those. Yeah, we're
2: not looking to die here, Because
1: guys. it could get dangerous if we are... Look, Marlon is a small man. I can handle it. <laughs> Marlon the man is, in some ways, Marlon the boy. I'm wondering, could this
2: come back to kick
1: you in the ass? Can Marlon hold the whiskey better than you? This is entirely possible. <laughs> 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 but I am concerned about the possibility yes. of Marlon having to take 26 shots. We don't want ki- to absolutely. So, uh, yeah, we're going to leave the pre-show matches off to the side. And that's fine because these are the matches that are impossible to pick yes. in the first place. Who fucking knows what's going to happen or in cares. either of the battle royals. And, yes, as we've seen over the last several years, why would anyone have a reason to care? You're absolutely bang on correct. And then the other match there is the cruiserweight one, Tony Nice and uh, uh, Buddy, Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy. I almost called him Buddy Walker. I don't even know who <laughs> that is. That's almost a better name. Yeah. <laughs> um, Buddy Walker. Yeah, against Buddy Walker.
2: Oh, the sheriff owns these pots? and the, That's Buddy Walker. And Walker's
1: going to take it. No, uh, I have a feeling Buddy Murphy's going to retain. Tony Nese as Cruiserweight Champion. Just stick a fucking fork <laughs> yeah. in 205 Live at that point. The only thing
2: I'd like about Tony Nese winning is we would know for sure that the brand is yeah, going away. It's <laughs> over. The show is done yeah.
1: if Tony Nese is your headliner. Which
2: means three weeks later, or the rumor roundup would be like Oh we're starting to hear some rumors The 205 Live Maybe not doing too well <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Ridiculous uh, So
1: I mean I think that's a fair pick to make Is Buddy Murphy retains. Sure
2: I, I think so too And
1: also you know As we're going to see As we make our picks here Over the course of the card There are a lot of situations where titles can and probably should change hands on this show, which means there have to be some champions who retain, and I think the Cruiserweight title is a super easy one to make that happen.
2: Folks, I encourage you to do Whiskey Mania with us at home, because I don't think I'm just saying this because of the shots. I think this is an especially hard WrestleMania to pick, because there's so many babyfaces that it feels like they should win here, but we know that they're not all going to, because it's not how it works. But let's see how we think it's going to pan out, JMO. Fatal four-way tag team match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team. Team Champions, the Defending Usos versus Ricochet and Aleister Black, The Bar, and the team of Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev.
1: I would love, in my heart of hearts, for Aleister Black and Ricochet to get this like crowning moment on their yeah. first WrestleMania, um, but I think just the fact that they're on the card in a featured way at all is already a significant victory for them, and look, the Usos have just re-signed, right? I think today they announced yes. that they've re-signed. Yep. Um, I, I have them retaining just because, again, there's going to be champions that have to retain on this show, and this is, seems like an easy one where this can happen. And I don't see... Any of the other three teams really getting any sort of sustained run out of winning this
2: match? Basically agree with you. The only thing I would add is I do think there's like a small shot that the bar could snag it here just because they've been so cooled off despite being sort of utilitarian. But I don't really see Ricochet and Aleister Black still as a tag team. I don't know they exit Mania with those belts. I think it's probably healthier that they go single sooner rather than later. So I also, picking the Usos to retain. Marlon the Man? thinks ricochet and black take that one down so uh, all right. <laughs> enjoy the whiskey Marland. <laughs> <laughs> watch rusev and nakamura win it and we all I would have love it hey i would happily drink to rusev hosting that title hi wow Marlon just texted me as we said that that's unbelievable uh jmo let's move on here is the Boston hug connection defending their tag team championship of course the women's tag team championship against the divas of doom which is the team of beth phoenix and natalia the iconics and Nia Jax and Tamina. All right, I just said that there are going to be cases
1: where champions have to retain because yes. we cannot have title changes all over the place. We also cannot have baby faces winning left, right, and center. Yeah, now, correct. There are some big baby faces due for big wins later on this show, so I do think this is a spot where it makes sense for the heels to win. Yep. And having said that, I'm going to pick the more entertaining set of heels. Uh, who are the Iconics and uh. definitely not Nia Jax and Tamina? Iconics, I think, have been killing it and yep. everything they've been given on TV in the run up to this. The fact that they got added to this match at all feels like a huge reward for the work that they've
2: been doing. Well, they're the only natural team in this match. Yeah. Like you could say Sasha and Bailey at this point, I suppose. And Beth but... and Natalia used to tag back in yep. the day, right? Yeah. But yeah. but again, these aren't. This is not a tag division, so to speak. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Besides the iconics, some, somebody needs to have, a, no pun
1: intended, but actually pun fully intended, an iconic run with these belts. Yeah, and are, it's, it's got to be iconic.
2: Are the iconics good enough in ring to have that? That's yeah. my fear. for But them. see, to me,
1: like Sasha and Bailey are both great. Yeah, neither of them have really brought the goods in
2: any of these tag yeah, matches but, Well so It's far. just Nia Tamina, though. I guess that's, that's true. How... But I will also double down. Maybe this one's picking from my heart, but I will go with you and also pick the Iconics here, though that makes for way less fun content. I have to protect my liver. Uh, Marlon the Man separating with us, and maybe he'll go 2-0 and, oh, and us go 0-2 oh as he's taking Sasha and Bailey. in this I, match. I
1: right? actually really do feel like, just because so many Mania results are like Vince just flipping us the bird, that uh, there's probably a significant chance Nia and Tamina could actually win oh. this match. Everything's on
2: the table at Mania. I think Zack Ryder winning the IC title. There's a ton of examples. Yeah, I'm still going to stick with Iconics, though. Roman Reigns uh, in his return to WrestleMania against Drew McIntyre. Two big hosses getting down. This feels like it should be the most
1: predictable match on the card, right? Well. But at the same time...
2: There's easy ways to see it going either way. He's got friends, right? Uh, You're you're saying that you think Roman is the odds-on favorite to take it. Yeah, I mean, a guy comes back from cancer,
1: you you probably want to give him a big win in his big return to Solo's action
2: anyways. The big dog with a big return from big cancer?
1: Yeah, but at the same time, having just come back from cancer, like there's a story to tell that he's still on the mend. Absolutely. There's
2: easy ways to excuse a loss. I also don't think that McIntyre is a guy that they're willing to throw the towel in on. If you if you ask me who needs a mania win more, I think you can make an argument for Drew McIntyre. Yeah. I, I am it's gonna been... go Roman here just in the name of taste, I hope.
1: <laughs> I you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna make the dark horse pick and
2: I'm gonna go Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I don't think that's crazy at all. I I, I... You know, like you say, there's the story to tell, and Roman doesn't really need a mania win. And I want Seth to beat Brock later, which means you need to heat up a heel to face Seth. And Drew kind of seems like that guy. That's action. That almost makes me want to change my pick. But I will not. Thank uh, you. Marlon the Man, also with me on Roman. All right. So, I'm probably wrong about this. So. I'm not so sure, man. We'll see. Let's talk about uh, Randall Orton and AJ Styles. And again, if you want to hear any more about some of these matches, uh, yesterday we put out an episode, uh Armania House Party, breaking down some of these in better detail. So please check that out. Uh, Orton and AJ. AJ Styles, Randy Orton. The Apex Predator, the I, phenomenal one. This this is the most unpredictable match to me on the entire show. I disagree. Really? Well, I, I'm not saying it's extremely predictable. There's other ones that I just, I'm um, like, coin flip.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like this could easily go either way. Neither guy is really going to be hurt by a loss necessarily. True. But who needs a win more? And I'd say probably AJ.
2: Yeah, I think that's probably true. Has AJ won at Mania? He beat Shane. Uh, he lost to Jericho. And then he beats Shane? Yes. And then he...
1: What did he do last
2: year? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, Nakamura. I can't even remember who won that match. Disqualified. Right. At low blow. Yeah. Yeah. The old, oh, he right. did? Mike he wins. Who knows? Oh, Oh yeah, he beat Nakamura. That's true. I'll take your guys' word for it. I do not remember. I just remember the, blow, the low blow from that, and that's it. Putting you down for AJ Styles, madman? Um...
1: No, actually. I'm going to go against my own instincts and, and rule again that heels need to win somewhere and pick Orton.
2: Make it unanimous as Marlon and I also have Randy Orton taking down AJ Styles. Here. I hate myself for picking him, I but I feel like I just... You know, it's like Triple
1: H later on in the show. Like, I don't know, it's ironic that he's going up against another member,
2: <laughs> but like, you know, evolution can't lose That's, in some ways. Well, we're about to find that out, JMO. Let's move on to that match. Triple H and Batista. I thought they, it's been a fun feud. It uh, has been. Good promos from both guys. Uh, I'm looking forward to this match more than I thought I would be heading into Sunday. I'd
1: say Batista has done a lot more to pique my interest than Triple H, of H has. Of course. Yeah, of course. Um, and I feel like the alignments uh, of Triple H along the way have been a little confused. It, for sure, I feel like they started
2: this out with Batista as the heel and Triple H as the babyface, but I don't think that's where we are now. I think that's still kind of, I think if you asked Vince McMahon who the face and heel are in the situation, they would say he would say the face is Triple H, but it doesn't it doesn't it feels very gray on both sides to be honest. They're both just kinda of being assholes to yeah, one another, which is
1: decent. Uh, and but if anyone's gonna be an asshole to triple H, I'm gonna be like, that guy's pretty cool. Who As- <laughs> <laughs> says no? Uh I would love Batista to win this and remain undefeated against Triple H. I don't see that happening though, especially if they if they had not put this career stipulation yeah. in there... You could kind of let your mind wander. Yeah. And, yeah, and then and I'd be kind of more excited about it because yeah. it would feel less like a sure thing that I know exactly what's going to happen here.
2: This is not the last time we see Triple H wrestle at WrestleMania.
1: Absolutely not, but this is probably the fact that they've made it a no-holds-barred match. I have a feeling we're going to get a lot of... Run-ins and cameos and shenanigans like the Sting match several years ago. I love that match. um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, Randy Orton or Ric Flair or any number of uh, faces from the past kind of reappear here. Yep. Um, But ultimately, if he's going to put his career on the line, Triple H is going to win this match.
2: Uh, All three of us agree. Make that a triple choice. (laughs) <laughs> a clean sweep. I was trying to do like a triple A, didn't didn't pan out, you know. They yeah. they can't all be we home tripled runs. down on Triple H. Oh, hey, there you go. He sort of rescued it yeah, for me, sort a little of. Bit. <laughs> <Little> <laughs> bit. Shane McMahon and the Miz, JMO, what's going down here? They got a false count anyway. Gotta
1: be the Miz, right? Like Shane's whole thing is that he never wins, yeah, and
2: he's not supposed to. Uh, Marlon the Man does have Shane McMahon uh, getting really? it done here. I don't see it happening. I'm with you. I think the Miz gets a babyface win at Mania.
1: I have to compliment Shane here yes. that he's done a tremendous job like what have we always said about the miz well we love him as a heel because he's so entertaining but if you're gonna make him a baby face i can't cheer for him anymore yep we are still cheering for the miz because we hate shane mcmahon
2: well you said it very well on the show the other day or the other week saying that the the fire that he had in his heel promos has translated i think in a more natural and similar way yeah. as a baby face uh, yeah. Feels like the same guy, just like tilted in a different direction. That's right, and and really kudos to both these guys, Shane, like you say, but I mean the tag team over delivered for me. Everything about the this pairing and feud has been uh, has worked for me. I'm really excited for this it's, match. Surprisingly, uh, F- Falls count anywhere is very fun with Shane, man. You're in a stadium that size, like, and I'm
1: kind of excited to see what Miz does in like a hardcore match yeah. like this. You know, like w- what have we talked about for several months now with this feud is. That, like, they they do what the other can't. And Correct. they bring out that part in the other as well. Like, all Miz has tried to do, both as Shane's tag partner, and I suspect against him in this match, is try to do the kind of aerial stunts that Shane is famous for. Yeah. So, you know, we come in expecting a big stunt from Shane and Shane to do some hardcore stuff. I, it would not surprise me at all if it's Miz who winds up doing these things.
2: That. I had not considered that. That would be great, seeing Miz do a giant and spot gonna, for the win. And i got to pick him for the win here. I'm also going with the Miz JMO, and Marlon is uh, not unanimous with us as he's taking Shane McMahon. And
1: it's telegraphed in some ways, too, though, right? Like, the tag match that they lost, that Shane turned on him after, they lost because That's Miz true. tried to do an aerial move That's like true. That and it blew up in his face.
2: Yeah, the ending of the story could be he finally pulls off the big move on the big move guy and gets and, the pin. And then that adds a new move to his repertoire going forward. I love it. Joe versus Rey Mysterio, that's Samoa Joe. Joe from Samoa, not to be confused with Joe MY, anyway, the Samoan Joe. This is Samoa Joe defending his US title. <laughs> do we know that Ray this Mysterio. is still
1: happening though? No,
2: we do not. In fact,
1: yeah, apparently Rey Mysterio suffered an injury against Baron Corbin on Raw. Um
2: Could this be the Cena spot? Joe Cena.
1: Could be. Like, it's entirely possible that this uh, Rey storyline thing, injury, is entirely a work,
2: and I'm getting worked like a mark, too. And it's all been the U.S. title. And keep in mind, it wasn't long ago we were talking about this with the R-Truth doing all of Cena's spots and Joe stopping them. Yeah. I think Uh, it would not be surprising to see Cena show up here.
1: It also would not be surprising to see them, like, pluck Ali out of the Battle Royal. Or potentially put Kevin Owens in in the Rey Mysterio spot as well. I hadn't really
2: thought of Owens. That would be really fun.
1: Uh, either way, I kind of see Joe flipping over to Raw yes. in the draft. But I also kind of see Finn flipping over to SmackDown. So I do see both of those guys being the champions and the belts just
2: changing shows. I think that that's, that could be very, very likely. I, I think Joe retains here regardless of opponent. Okay. Um, I don't – listen, folks listening, we may not do the shot on this one. If it's a match that we yeah. literally can't predict. Yeah. How do so. we, we – even? we don't even know <laughs> who the
1: opponent is going to be, so it's impossible to choose. But – I agree with you in that no matter who the opponent is, I do pick Joe to
2: retain. How about with our friend uh, Finn Balor taking on Bobby Assman Lashley?
1: The, this is going to be a very long show, yeah. which means there has to be some short matches. And yep. We already know the Demon is coming. Yep, It was awful on Monday. It, it was. was probably the worst appearance of the Demon of all time. It was. Even worse than Jack the Ripper Demon with a chainsaw oh, in do you London. Do think worse than
2: that? The I, NXT London do, one is yeah,
1: bad. I do think worse than that. Yes. The
2: Demon sucks, guys. But yeah, it sucks bad yesterday. It's gonna suck on Sunday. The entrance music will be cool. But uh yeah I think he's gonna squash Lashley. I really I, do I do too. I
1: think this match doesn't go longer than a minute. It's really Ooh. just uh you know the demon hitting the
2: signature spots and going for the pin straight away. You know you'd think he would have done it before he lost his time? nah or know, maybe
1: <laughs> you know busted it out against Brock Lesnar. No I mean
2: that it's only when he's called short by Baron Cor- let's move oh, on Jayma. the demon loves butts that's the, yeah, that's the whole thing so yeah
1: that's who uh, Lashley has been presenting his ass to all along <laughs> yeah that's
2: wow Coaxi- now-
1: coaxing out the demon as the demon is a notorious ass man <laughs> well now we're kayfaving <laughs> it
2: <laughs> uh, J.Bow what do you have to say about uh, your guy Seth Rollins going for the universal title against one Brock Lesnar uh,
1: look we we talked about this on the show yesterday with a number of different guests yes. but especially with Andrew Seaslack as we talked about Seth versus Brock, and I don't know if it's smart to make this prediction, given that, of course, like, WWE, even when they give us what they, we want, has to make us mad somewhere along the way yeah, the as next well. Night sometimes, <laughs> so you know, I for sure see Kofi win in. I for sure see Becky win in, which probably means Brock has to win just so we don't get everything that we want. Sure. But Raw needs Seth to be champion so badly. It needs it so badly. Seth needs to be champion also.
2: Uh, not and, and listen, I agree. But just that title just needs to be back on Raw. Like, yeah. even if it's not Seth, that, that title just if he drops it tomorrow to whoever, they just need that title back on TV.
1: Yeah. So um, as much as I kind of look forward to being pissed, drunk and furious that Brock Lesnar is still universal <laughs> champion when we record Whiskey Mania, I got to stick with my heart on this one. I have to pick Seth Rollins.
2: I love the pick. Marlon, the man agrees with you. I'm going to stay a little pessimistic and go with Brock Lesnar. I've seen this show before. I've seen the show before. And and listen, this doesn't always, as we know, certainly with WWE, make the decision. But this feud just doesn't feel like one where it's going to change on. I know that doesn't really mean anything, but it's felt like a very unimpactful feud. Mm-hmm. So that that's mostly where mine's coming from. But yeah, I've got Brock Lesnar retaining his title here and uh, JMO exploding on Whiskey Mania 2, which I'm <laughs> looking forward to. Mount j going to erupt. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston, you know these guys. You love these guys. They're going to wrestle each other for the WWE title, and it's going to be great. But who is going to leave as champion, JMO, That's the big question. Marlon the Man, says Daniel Bryan, retains. I, I,
1: I've made the case for Daniel Bryan before that there's more to this feud, that they have not even addressed the commercialism of what the differences are and what these guys should hate about each other. I just think you can do all of that in the mandatory rematch even though mandatory right. rematch clauses don't exist well anymore. they sort
2: of don't but then sometimes they do yeah it's...
1: i just you know the fire from kofi yelling in brian's face it was one of those rare times where a guy yelled through a promo and i thought that actually made it better yeah
2: to sell them that that happens because but I like when
1: you think about everything that he's been put through over the last four weeks it makes complete sense for him to just to be livid. Yes. Constantly furiously angry. (laughs) So, uh, I loved it. And then like the line that he had that was like, you know how this ends. That's why you won't give me respect is like, you know, exactly. This has been
2: your story. Now it's mine. I'm going to beat you. I'm so looking forward to this match. uh, Kofi and Brian, I, I'm gonna go with my heart. I'm gonna say Kofi Kingston yeah, does Kofi does Kingston. get the the belt here. I don't he think it'll be it. a long reign if he wins it, and and in some ways, you know, it's almost a it's it's tricky because the anchor to the feud, the, this, the unfortunate downside is I think Daniel Bryan's on a great title run right mm-hmm. now that I'm not ready for it to end. So but I don't really know what you do there, but I, I see him, I, I can see his character
1: improving not having the belt again. Yeah. Yep. You know? yep. I think that can definitely happen, and you that know, he could be just that. as miserable and, and insolent bastard <laughs> without having the title. And look, this is kind of like the woke WrestleMania, like <laughs> Woke-mania, if you will. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> um, where, like they're clearly making amends for how they have done wrong by the women in the past yes. with the main event. That's right. I feel like the entire thrust of this storyline has been racial injustice within the wrestling industry. Correct. And even if the ultimate payoff is that you do make good on that at like backlash, to me that's not acceptable. It's not good enough. No, you. If you want to be, uh, you know, making progress and and signifying that this is a change from the way the business has worked in the past, Kofi has to win. He just has to
2: win. Good luck following that on this show. If Kofi wins at Mania, like, good luck, because that crowd is going to erupt for I, that. I, I bet you that's
1: the Demon versus Lashley is whatever. Like that, that makes sense to put in between.
2: Like, yeah. Kofi and Becky Batista too could also get the, yeah, that sort that's of reaction. True. That's true. That's true too. Couple here, more here. JMO Kurt Angle in his farewell match, his last match ever, the last match Kurt Angle will ever wrestle. If you believe that, which I do not, but do you think this is the last match ever see Kurt Angle wrestle? Probably not Baron Corbin. Maybe in WWE. Maybe, but pro- even then, probably not. Probably not. Yeah, I
1: don't really believe it.
2: Baron Corbin though. What do you think? Let's act like this match is going off with these two. Who's winning it?
1: <sighs> Angle. Because? Be- because that has to be the end. As much as I have said that if we're going to have baby faces take the prize, then you need to have heels win along the way, it would make no sense to go through this entire year storyline of this snot nosed fucking puke Baron Corbin <laughs> treating this legend with absolute disdain every step of the way only for him to not get his come up until the end. <laughs> this is the one thing Baron Corbin is good at is like dying like a villain at the end of a western constantly. <laughs> He'll take the bullet. Exactly. Like he gets surrounded by a pack of hyenas and is like you know destroyed by the people he's wronged (laughs) along the way that is like the number one thing he's good at they've used him in that position like three times in the last six
2: months alone and it's so
1: satisfying every single time
2: Corbin's a good utility guy to have for that he really is he gets
1: terrific heat he is one of the few heals that you desperately want to boo. So I do respect him, but I do not respect him enough to say he's going to go over Kurt Angle at WrestleMania. Kurt's winning the match.
2: Marlon the Man agrees with you, thinks Kurt Angle rides off into the sunset with his head held high. I do not, however. I am saying Baron Corbin pins Kurt Angle with the, the end of days. One two three in the middle of the ring at WrestleMania.
1: Now I will make an addendum to this sure. and say if what we suspect is going to happen happens, which is that John Cena actually winds up being Kurt Angle's opponent, I do think John Cena will win that match. Yeah.
2: I I I just I can't stop thinking of the old adage where it's like you leave the business looking up at the lights. That's the only reason I'm picking here. Everything you said about the feud is absolutely true. If there were justice if this was not Kurt Angle's last match, I would absolutely be picking Kurt Angle here. But just because of that, I will say Baron Corbin takes this one down. Let's talk about the main event, JMO, as uh, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch finally will meet in the ring after what I have a feud that I could only say I've greatly enjoyed, uh, culminating with a great segment. Is this the final match? Have we gone over all of them? I believe so. Yeah. There might
1: be one more added. So before we talk about the sure. ladies, let's talk about what we suspect will be the Raw Tag Team Title Match, and that is the Revival versus Zack Ryder. And Kurt Hawkins.
2: JMO. I'm sorry to do this. I don't mean to, you know, I love you. I love doing the show. I don't think I can talk about this one. No? No. Just because it's too sad for you that this is what the revival is doing? I think that Hawkins and Ryder will probably win.
1: Yeah, me too. And I, listen,
2: I know that it's a good story and they finally get the win. The revival are platinum. This is a pristine premiership team Guys, what are we doing with Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins? Like, let's get real here. What? What?
1: what, what I mean, it's like I, a legacy moment, like when Ryder won the IC title. And he
2: already had that. It's the same fucking guy. Exactly. Now he's Kurt Hawkins.
1: Hawkins. Hawkins has never had that. Hawkins loses all the time. Hawkins is going to pin Scott Dawson, and I'm going to break down crying. If it's Dash, I'd feel better about it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I,
1: I could see this match actually happening on Raw and not on Mania at all.
2: I mean, you know how I feel that they should just do more of that in general, and and it, they should have some title matches on the Raw after Mania. But uh, if you're asking me for a pick here, I will pick Hawkins and Ryder.
1: Yeah, I have to lean the same way. Not I really know... fair because
2: Marlon didn't get to do a pick for this one. That's okay. That's okay.
1: Yeah. I, I just I'm pretty sure this is gonna happen. Yeah, the
2: the YouTube video and
1: that we we saw something from the Observer earlier in the week that said there will still be tag team matches announced before the even though they didn't get announced on Raw. The SmackDown one got announced on SmackDown, obviously, but um. Yeah. Uh, I, I do still think there is juice in a revival run. Like, they've clearly been having a 45 minute classic on the house show circuit. Marlon for the, the Man p- saw it. For the better part of the last four months. Yeah. And we have not gotten to see that on TV or pay per view as of yet. And it has to. Like,
2: multiple don't... people have said best live match they've ever seen. You
1: don't practice a match like that night in and night out forever to never do to not do it on
2: TV eventually yeah I, I agree with that so I could
1: see them retaining but the direction does
2: feel like and the Wrestlemania moment that yes that's exactly it does
1: feel like Ryder I, and Hawkins
2: I should have used that exact phrasing that's exactly why I'm picking Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder
1: main all event right. time man yeah main event time
2: the triple threat the ladies winner takes all both titles on the line was it the right call putting both belts on the line? I think so. i got to admit, I mean, it did make me a little more hype. As much as I love Oscar and feel bad about that whole
1: situation. Of this... course. But like, doesn't it make Becky feel like an even bigger underdog to be the only
2: one coming into the match without a title? At, against two champs with the opportunity to win them both? Yeah. I mean, this is sick, folks. The, the visual alone is worth it. Uh, folks, I think we got to enjoy this match. The ride has been fun. It's happening. And think of, and I'm going to try and tread this delicately, and I hope you all know what I mean when I say this. We could have ended up with a future where we get a women's main event of WrestleMania where it's like, oh, we just need to have the women in the main event of WrestleMania and got something that was sort of thrown together and ultimately unsatisfying. I think you had said yesterday, JMO, that it felt like Charlotte versus Ronda was just going to be the direction no matter what a year later. And the mm-hmm. fact that they altered course, something that they're terrible at doing, they saw what was happening with the man, Becky Lynch, caught fire, and have given her every opportunity to get in front of the hottest thing going and let it main event WrestleMania. This is special, and I am fired up, man.
1: Yeah, I I'm right there with you. Like it is, we really need to. I know you said like savor this match. Mm-hmm. I would say savor this whole card. Yeah, like, they did so well at leaning into what is real and mm-hmm. what we really react to. You know, yes. Like e- even in like Miz versus Shane. Absolutely. They that made was, yeah. they made Miz real. Yep. His whole thing on Tuesday, which worked so well was watch my reality show. Yep. And I do not say that as a plug. I say that because that's my family. And I'm proud of them. That's... It's like, god damn, what a man, yeah. you know? Yep, That's the dude right there. We love The Miz. Yeah, you gotta love The Miz. I love and, The Miz. And, like, they just leaned into what is real about him.
2: Yep. You can even say that with Batista Triple H. Absolutely. Man. Like they, they've... They steered into Batista. Anyway, no need to break them all down. But all there's a lot over to like this here.
1: show, they have really, like... I mean, I'm sure this is a lot of what they wanted as well. But, you know, we are along for the ride with them, if that is the case. That's right. Which we are so often not. And when you get a mania like this where it's so easy to go along for the ride, you gotta just, like, savor that because...
2: That has not happened in a long time. Who wins the main event, Justin Madman, Morissette? Becky Lynch. Has to be. It has to be. Can I tell you, the closer it gets, I just keep getting such strong vibes that it's going to be Charlotte. I'm picking Becky Lynch, to be clear. I have. Because it has to be. But I just, I don't even know, I don't even know that I could point to why I think it's going to be Charlotte. I have
1: heard. Oh, no. Rumor has it. That, I think this was Meltzer that reported this. Okay, good. And it's not a spoiler. Okay. It's just, it's that we will come out of that main event with a crystal clear idea of what the main event of thirty six is gonna be. Like we're gonna know next year's main event, like instantly. That's just by the finish. What do
2: you mean by that? I don't know. It's but almost a part, like a journalist should just tell but, you but part the of thing. That makes
1: me think Charlotte could win. Yeah, be- I hadn't I even Because thought. they're going to prolong
2: giving us what we want for another year. Uh, well, boy. I bet you Becky will be just as hot a year from now for being squashed. That's, <laughs> that's how that she one She could be. Uh. She really could be. Yeah, she'd be the first one in but history. But you got to capitalize
1: on this moment. You can't not give the titles to Becky. We going
2: unanimous? Becky,
1: yeah. Becky, Becky? Yeah, yeah. I said this yesterday, but, like, You know, the reason that both titles are on the line in this match is because Becky has been the protagonist of both shows appearing on Monday and Tuesday for much of the last four months. And it's worked. It's made the TV better. It's made Raw way better. SmackDown still needs her. Yep. Like, do not steer away from this. Have her be the champ with both belts on both shows.
2: Well said. Uh, before we wrap up here, JMO, we do have to give an on-air thank you here. Uh, Brandon O'Connor, listener of the show, friend of the show, went to the Ric Flair show with him, Ball and Brawl, incredible guy, made us this Whiskey Mania banner that I'm going to be picking up on Friday. And I, I know maybe to him it's just, you know, printing a banner or whatever, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's really the... Not just the cherry on top of the sundae. It's a couple scoops of the ice cream, too. I am so stoked to hang that up and point to the damn Whiskey Mania sign. I
1: fully agree, man. Um, Before last year, when I was just, like, having people over for manias, uh, whether that was, like, in my apartment in Lynn Valley or when I lived up north, I would always, like, you know, show starts at 2, main show starts at 4. I'm up at, like... 8 a.m., <laughs> a stirring a pot of chili for, like, eight hours straight. So I used to call my event Chili Mania. Oh, there you I go. And I always wanted a Chili Mania sign. Yes. Like, I was going to cut one out of cardboard myself <laughs> and make one. So that when it came rumble time, I could hang the Chili Mania sign and point to it. And the fact that we get to do that with Whiskey Mania is like a dream a, fulfilled. It is a dream come true. <laughs> I, I know that's
2: corny and stupid and crazy. No. So, but it's true. Brandon, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, I hope you all enjoy uh, WrestleMania. Do, watching it exactly as you want to, if that's with friends, alone, whatever it is. And uh, finally, if you want to watch us, I know we said off the top, but uh, again, if you want to watch us do these shots and uh, take in some content and see what Beard How Five's like on Whiskey Mania, head on over to Instagram and go to Top Marks IG. Give us a follow and uh, we'll be posting stories there day of before we wrap up here's one pick Uh uh-oh one
1: bonus pick Uh uh-oh on pixie mania go ahead that's a guaranteed lock take it to the bank and i'm only bringing this up because i'm shocked that we went through however many interviews we went through on yesterday's show and not one single person mentioned it it's walter versus pete dunn for the united kingdom championship Walters taking the strap, folks. That is a lot. Take it to the bank.
2: Go out of your way to watch uh, the promo package for that. That was on uh, last night's NXT. That too. match is
1: going to be awesome. Also, I cannot wait for it. I hope
2: Dunn's chest
1: bleeds, or at least like looks like hamburger, like Daniel Bryan's constantly.
2: <laughs> and until the <laughs> other side of whiskey mania, stay hot, stay spicy, and stay tasting great. Because you're Curryman. Wah
0: wop bluh! Wahaha! Titus Worldwide!
2: <sighs> That's a long-ass day, but Cheers. A couple great pops here. Yeah, yeah. We've been podcasting for almost seven hours. Uh, yeah, we kept referring to... Uh Yesterday, as the Mania House Party, but Mm. that's only because of the release schedule. For those of you in the Banter Zone, will know we did three hours of Mania House Party at this review show, and then a quick dinner break, and then got right back at it. But I thought it was great. And that's because I have Justin Madman Morissette doing doing it with with
1: me. Mm -hmm. It's true, I do make it good.
0: Titus Worldwide!